coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. everybody it is a good morning got my coffee here full moon bright this morning it's a little bit cloudy the clouds have moved in but it was man it was slow and steady yesterday a solid moon coming in this morning that sucker was big i hadn't seen it in a few days well and the rain was slow and steady yesterday it just rained and rained I mean, you can't complain about a little bit of rain. Up, I was listening to the farm report yesterday, and by golly, they're struggling for some rain out in uh, West Texas, North Texas. So, yeah, good we, morning. We had some rain yesterday. Yeah. It is the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday, 7 to 9, or 24 7, 365. TheOutdoorZone.com. My name is TJ Grady. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak is uh, road tripping back from the corn country of Illinois. 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 I don't know how he'd say it. He'd probably... Illinois. 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 That's how you pronounce it when you're from there, bro. Road, road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the old pot belly stove gets fired up, some screws go into the old screen door, and foil gets put on the coat hanger that is Need to grease the nailed a to the side of the the uh the old building here and it gets out a little bit of a signal just enough to Reach you, the regulators who join us every week listening to the show. We appreciate you for listening. Shout out to all our first responders out there that have been working all night. Shifts change right now. They're going home, trying to get some rest or try and do their honeydew list or chores or whatever. Or go to the lake. Or go to, well, yeah. I saw a few boats this morning. Did you? Oh, yeah. I was thinking, man, I don't know. You got to have a mindset. To go get in the deer stand this morning. You got to like get up early and be ready, and your mind's out there like, I'm going to kill some deer. Well, that's how it always is when you go hunting. Well, no, like this morning I got up and I went, ah, I could stay in bed. (laughs) (laughs) But if I was at the ranch, if I was thinking, it's a whole different mindset. Yeah, you got to think. You got to get over that hurdle. There's There's a block. There is there, a block. A, a comfort block that There's we have. There's a comfort block, yes. We're spoiled. We are. But there's a comfort block with fishing and hunting. It's like when you think about it, a lot of times you think, I'm just going to, you know, sleep in or stay in bed. I don't want to get up early and go. But when you do, when you say, no, forget it. No. No. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I'm going hunting and fishing. Yeah. When you get up and you get out there and you're in the woods or you're on the water and the sun's coming up and the birds are coming alive and the things start moving and yeah. you're like, oh, there's no place I'd rather That's be. Right. No That's place right. I'd rather be. But you got to get over that hump, that hurdle, that mind block to get out there. So it's kind of like... Uh, and then you fiend it, and, you know, you get back, and you're like, oh, I want to go get in tomorrow. I want to go get in tomorrow. I want to go get in tomorrow. And then you get back in the rut. And then you lose and your job, and well, your wife leaves yeah. you, and the dog runs off. Jeez. That's <laughs> real dark. It's trying to so, get people out of, the, out of the rut of laying around. Well, I think people are pretty much sick of laying around. I noticed that... Uh, on our, I don't uh, know. on the outdoor wire this week, where we get a lot of our industry news, it's packed full of stuff happening. 
People are starting to move. The outdoor shows are starting to solidify dates. They're not going virtual. No, sir. You're not, you're not going to get the, uh, largest outdoor shows in the country going virtual. Mm. They're, they're picking dates, baby. Well, so come on dates. to the Coliseum you and can pick all the dates you want. Dude, there's, there's events happening all over the place. I don't, I know people are saying, oh gosh, you know, freak, let's hide out in the house again. I'm not saying Shut that. Them down, but I'm just saying there is a ton of stuff. That lady. We is, just got to see if it's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We can pick dates and we can set these things up and we can do all that and plan for it. Well, if, but if, if one, we learned anything this year, planning is pointless at this very moment. I mean, uh, okay, it's not pointless. But don't set your hopes and goals into a date, necessarily. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I I got stuff on my calendar for this year that I'm putting down. I've already put down. I'm I'm going forward, and you can, you can I, put I did, it down and, and go forward all you this had, year. I you had stuff. stuff all over that calendar. You were going to be gone 37 weeks out of the year, traveling all over the country, and what happened? I was gone 20. two weeks. <laughs> no, I was gone a lot. I well, you were gone a lot, lot, but you. I got a lot done because people are keep people are doing stuff, and I'm, and they are getting outside. People are getting outside. I mean, I'll give them credit for that. There's more people in the park when I go to the park, and uh, you know, there's bicycles. You can't buy a bicycle. You can't buy a canoe or a tent. I mean, there's swimming pools. I mean, all that stuff. I know people are getting outside, but. The, the trick is going to be to sustain it, and uh, and I'm just looking at dates and looking at stuff for this year, and I'm going, okay, I'm I'm all in. Yeah, it's just everything's so volatile as far as dates go. Just don't get your heart set on on dates. So the only uh, thing you can get your heart set on is opening day of dove season. My next. Yeah, well, all those things are going to happen. My, my are next, still going to spawn. My next. Uh, those are solids that you can count on. Calendar dates, throw them out the window. My, Mass spawning, deer rutting. My next date that I'm looking forward to is about a week from now. So I'm traveling to Georgia next week, and I'll be in Georgia next week. But the following week, next week we'll do the show, and then I'm going to the ranch. For three days of slaughter festation. That's right. Is that next week? I think it's not this week coming. It's not starting tomorrow, but it's the following week. No. All. Yeah, it is. No. Mm-mm. You're two weeks ahead. We got this week. We got next week, and then the following week. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking you were kind of stressing me out a little bit. So my wife is gonna be. Out of town. Oh, that's right. This You're weekend, doing... this coming weekend. <laughs> and so I'm playing Mr. Dad. And then I was thinking I had to go to the... straight from there to the ranch. So I really wasn't going to get anything done for the next two weeks, week and a half. But really, I got a week in between. We got a week in between. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm gone. Easy there, cowboy. Right. Yeah, I'm gone, but you're here. Easy there, cowboy. Relax. Yes. You're a week ahead. So you're not leaving tomorrow. You're leaving next Monday? No. Or are you uh, still leaving tomorrow? No, I leave Wednesday. Okay. Anyway, fear not, folks. We'll be here on Sunday bring you the outdoor zone. It is deer season. Road rash is here. So all is well. Beef steak's making his way back. I uh, You came out yesterday to the farm and... We were driving, you were following me to the farm and your truck yes, we'd met in town. Deer sightings. Exactly. Giant. Giant buck. I slammed on the brakes at the neighboring farm just down the road from my place. There's a doe I saw next to the road and I looked 20 yards behind her under a tree and there is Muy Grande. High, hot on her trail. And I slammed on the brakes in the middle of you know, the highway, which nobody's out there. Everybody does that anyway. 
And I stuck my arm in the pouring down rain out to point to it, and you didn't see it. You didn't I, see know, I knew that. I, I assumed that you were pointing at him, but I totally missed him. You're, and you're so coming to a yesterday, so the on uh, on Thursday, I think it was Thursday. Um, your brother was leaving the house, and I and uh, I get a phone call from him like two minutes after he left, and he goes, "Look out in the front yard!" And I run to the front window and I look, and there's this huge buck, the biggest one. So we have, a, we have some genes that run through these deer that live in our hood. And uh, and this is the guy. I ran into the same deer the day or two before on the trail when I was running. And he was running circles around me chasing a doe. I mean, just... Could have been chasing you. No, he was chasing it. I was watch, just standing there, you know, in the middle of this park. And he's just chasing this doe around, just into the trees, out of the trees, into the trees, out of the trees. Could care less that I was standing right there. Huge deer. And it was the same one. And then last night when oh, I was... Oh, that's the video you sent. Yeah, the deer. yeah. Yeah. And then... And so then he was in our front yard. And then last night when I pull onto the street, who's standing in the at the end of the street is Muy Grande, the ghost, the heir to the ghost genes, and... I, I just thought, oh my goodness gracious! Don't please don't run out in the street. I was just waiting to hear this. Yeah. I was gonna run back down there. Yeah. Like, well, I, I got dibs. I saw it first. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So deer going nuts right now everywhere around us. Anyway. So there's rut, uh, mud ruts through all your neighbors' yards. From chasing them? From you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are these weird... Sorry, Bill! <laughs> the weird camo I get your new things, mailbox! Weird camo tent things in everybody's yards <laughs> up and down the street. <laughs> everybody's camping. <laughs> well, those are my little tents. Yeah. Like, hey, I... Uh, I wildlife security hi, officer. Hi, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your best just friend. Hey, can you turn the TV down in there? I'm trying to hunt out here. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that uh, at the top of the next hour. We're going to talk about urban hunting. And, you know, it's a thing. It's a it's thing. A it's a real, thing. But it's a real thing. And it's year-round. No. Yes, year-round well, in some, some community. No, for white-tailed deer in Virginia. I don't it's, believe that. There are some places where it's year round, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to show uh, I'm gonna show you we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at the top. So all those deer we need to be talking to our city council. <laughs> good, yeah, good luck. Yeah, this thing is not man. Good luck. We got an example. Hey, the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local, full-service firearm dealer. Dealer, You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or online at McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. We'll talk a little fishing on the flip side, something we hadn't brought up, but uh, it's been going around the fishing industry, a lot of chatter about what's going on. We'll chat about it on the flip side. Plus, your news yeah. of the weird outdoor, uh, news of the weird our citizens report, game warden field notes, all that and for your, all that and more. Coming up, it is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here or 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Yesterday at the farm, we jammed out to some ZZ Top, baby. Yeah, it was funny. It was right when I was I was saying to myself in my head, 
As soon as I said self. I said self. <laughs> as soon as Easy Top plays, I'm out of here. And right when I was finishing what I was doing out at the farm, uh, ZZ Top LaGrange oh, wow. came on and I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> God, God. <laughs> Don't wait. Happening right now. You have a huge, we have huge Black Friday savings at Nile Maxwell Supercenter with the deals of a lifetime and our best pricing on hundreds of new Jeeps. We're taking thousands off MSRP, our entire inventory. It starts with employee pricing for all. You pay what we pay, not a dollar more, with our promise to beat anybody's price in Central Texas to back that up, too. And no payments till 2021, so let that sink in. It's now Maxwell's Black Friday sales event, and it's already started. Come in today for more details and save thousands in exclusive Maxwell Black Friday rebates at the Now Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 in Austin are online at com. So as far as fishing's related, uh, a little bit kind of a goofy. should be out there right now. Yeah, you really should. It's kind of a goofy time. You know, sometimes in late November, early December, we've got 20-degree weather. We just haven't had a real cold snap. I think I've seen frost on the boat cover one time this year. And that was in uh, North Texas a couple weeks ago. Alabama. One morning. No, never saw it in Alabama. It just hadn't gotten cold. So the waters are just haven't cooled off into their normal, I guess this would be winter now. Fall is kind of come and gone. But, but fish are just now kind of getting into their fall patterns just within the last week or two. And we're about to hit December. So you start looking for these fall patterns in September. They're rocking and rolling by October. They start tailing off by November. And by December, you're fishing a whole different pattern, typically. And it's just not happening that way. You're just now kind of getting into fall patterns right now. So uh, along with the 2020 uh, weirdness, continues uh the fishing is also following that trend in the professional fishing world we didn't talk about it last week it had come out thank you buddy it had come out that uh some changes were happening with major league fishing uh in particular the things that caught my mind were some of the big names you know last year we we spoke on uh great on uh gerald swindle and brandon Polinick leaving Major League Fishing assumed that they had to buy out their contract. That was part of their contract. It would cost them fifty grand to leave. Not sure if that was done or paid or if Bassmaster paid for it or whatever. But they made their way back to Bassmaster, and uh, so they left major league fishing for whatever reason you know i haven't spoke to either one of them about exactly what that reason was or if there's a multitude of reasons i know that they both have been i mean brandon Polinick came back to bassmaster wins two of the elite series events this year i mean just crushes it Gerald Swindle had a little bit tougher season just barely missing the bassmaster classic qualification but Still a better season than I think he had done at Major League Fishing. Major League Fishing claimed that at after purchasing FLW, which they did uh, last year, this year, it's been ongoing for a while. Um, I guess they announced it at the end of last year that they would drop the bottom. Ten guys from Major League Fishing Tour, bass, big bass pro tour, and they would have to fall down into the FLW Tour, the Big Five, they're calling it now. They'd drop down to the Big Five, and the top ten from FLW would move up. Well, if I look at the standings correctly, the main owner... One of the main owners of Major League Fishing, and I believe a couple of the owners, are in the bottom ten, and that change hasn't happened. 
so it's kind of confusing uh, how they hadn't been dropped off and done exactly like we were told it would happen. But a lot of things are changing. Some of the biggest Man, names. Well, I'll tell you, though, one thing about bass fishermen and tournaments and rules and you say something. Oh, yeah. They are. You have one little thing in your rules, one little hiccup. Man, they are going to. They do not miss it. Greg Hackney, Jacob Rosnick, Jason Christie, some of the biggest names I would venture to say that you put them in the top ten in the world right now, all leaving Major League Fishing. Not anything to do with going to Bassmaster. Shocking. No, again, not a reason necessarily. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. Greg Hackney, Jason Christie, uh, and Perosnik have all qualified or will qualify through the Bassmaster Open Series, it's looking like. So they did it right, I think. I mean, they've all fished the Opens to re-qualify. I think they've re-qualified. I believe they're going to. Um, I think Bassmaster will probably make some exceptions for maybe some other bigger names, uh, some other big names to come back. I think they'll make some exceptions, which I don't think is right. But I also can't blame them from a business standpoint. A business side of me says, yeah, of course you'll make exceptions to get some of the biggest names in bass fishing back over. I think it's right as a tournament angler who's been fighting for a spot on the Elite Series, 250 anglers to start out the year, finishing 40th overall. No, I don't. And there's only four spots going out. Yeah, I'm a long way off. But I think you should still qualify. But anyway, I digress with that. Another huge name that I watched a little bit of some live coverage of him last night. He's not saying anything about where he's going, what he's doing. But he's not fishing Major League Fishing. It's Mike Iaconelli. Iconelli not is leaving MLF. I don't know if he's leaving or if he got booted, <laughs> kicked out, or whatever. Because I know either way on, with Mike But I know he's been on the brinks of that before. Uh, he's kind of hinted hinted that he's going to fish some kayak tournaments. I could see him in a kayak tournament. That guy oh, would God. paddle your tail off. He'd be paddling to. 40 miles away and catch him up the river. Uh, and you'd hear him up there 40 <laughs> miles away. But, so, I mean, and he's not saying anything. Last night he had a little live Facebook, live Instagram thing going on in his bar and his basement of his house with his wife. <laughs> yes. They were all drinking and making drinks, and he was... He's a big boozer. Yeah, he likes to he likes to party, babe. He likes to party. So I don't know where he's going... Uh, I think the rumor is throughout the industry that he will uh, be invited to fish Bassmaster through the Legends exception for Bassmaster, which has been kind of neat to see some of the guys come back, you know, the Jay Ellis's and guys. So what it is is basically a Legends exemption is uh, supposed to only be two anglers a year maximum. And doesn't even have to fulfill that, but two anglers maximum uh, a year, and, and you have to have accrued, you know, angler of the year titles or Bassmaster Classic trophies. You get points, you know, and if there's five guys trying to get in, and the in theory in the legacy program, Bassmaster will probably let all five in right now. But if there were only two spots per the rules. It's the guy with the most classic wins, angler year titles. There's a point system for that. And so uh, they can come back to Bassmaster through that uh, venue. And I think they opened that up, you know, so they would get some of the old names that maybe retired or went to a different league or been focused on other things for a while and wanted to kind of come back and fish. Well, I noticed that so. that. Even though there's a mass exodus from 
MLS. I wouldn't say a mass exodus, but, I've but there is that, an exodus of some big names. Well, but you also got Van Dam and his kid coming in there. Major League Fishing. Yeah, Major League in, into MLF. Well, they've been there, but, but it's not his kid. It's his nephew. But they've... Uh, oh, I didn't know they had been there. Because I, oh. I haven't heard anything from... Van Dam. Well, they hadn't done a whole lot on that Major League Fishing. They hadn't been the hot sticks to watch on Major League Fishing since he went over there. But that deal is a whole different deal. He's he's a big reason why I think a lot of people moved in the first place. And the major reason that he moved is his, you know, source of funding comes from Johnny Morris. I mean, that's how he makes a living is through Bass Pro Shops. So... And Nitro, and which is owned by Johnny Morris, and and so he was as Johnny Morris is a huge financial supporter of Major League Fishing. Well, Johnny says John, uh, KBD does. K, yeah. So, uh, which I think was a huge trend and a huge plus for Major League Fishing to get so many guys that they did because the biggest name that's ever hit the Tiger Woods of bass fishing went over there and. Why wouldn't you follow that? So, anyway, just just a lot of interesting stuff. It'll be cool to see how the year plays out. Uh, I know for myself, I'll be going to the National Professional Fishing League, the MPFL, the new league, the league. And uh, we're looking forward to fishing. The league for speed. We're looking forward to uh, to an <laughs> A, a new trail and and uh, some new things that we're coming well, out with that we'll talk more about later I, on. I'm excited about that. No, I'm excited about it for you, but I'm also excited that it is. I think it is more uh, tailored towards what an angler lives for, which is that live audience and the, all the parts and pieces that they're doing through that. It's got a whole lot more than to me than the major league fishing ever did well we'll see major league fishing's uh here to stay for a while yeah it ain't like. going anywhere next no, year no for sure hey if you're an elk hunter a white-tailed deer hunter a bear hunter and you hunt with the archery gear uh there's only one real archery shop in austin and that's archery country the staff and owners at archery country are not part-time shooters they're avid bow hunters and 3d shooters that hunt and compete archery country has austin's only full-size range go by and see our buddies at archery country they're at 8121 research boulevard austinarcherycountry.com austinarcherycountry.com go by there early if you're going to get some archery christmas gear for your guys gals or kids um go now and get it early they'll run out with the good stuff News of the Weird up next. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You gonna do it? Yes, I am. Just keep going for a second. Okay. Jeez. Holy cow. Beautiful Sunday morning. Welcome back. You are the regulators. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show on radio. It's the Outdoor Zone. You can catch us on all your podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, uh, Zippity-Doo, uh, Twiddly-Dee. Zippity-Doo. Oh, you really can't. Whatever. If it's got a podcast You can't stretch things. Stretching it. Come on, man. Uh, Sun Auto. Once upon point, a time, there was these... Everyone, once upon a time, everyone needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service, their family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company. Since 1978, they use ASE certified technicians. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway. 
in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go see our friends, sunautoservice.com. All right. So now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, I know this has happened before, um, but we'll tell this story because it was kind of funny. A Minnesota woman has been feeding squirrels outside her home shared a video of one of the animals acting drunk after eating apparently a fermented pear. Katie Morlock in of uh, Inver Grove Heights said she recently started to feed the squirrel. You are you you're I'm organizing my paperwork. Okay. But I'm listening. Drunk squirrels. <laughs> started to feed the squirrels that gathered in her yard so she could watch them through the window while she's working from her home. Morlock said she cleaned out her refrigerator recently and decided to give an old bottle of co- coffeeer for no, the, the made man. Stop. <laughs> See, God, during the break, this old, old pair she found. Nobody understands <laughs> anything that you're talking about. I correct myself. Uh, old pear she found it. Uh, to the squirrels, and after an internet search, confirmed that the fruit was safe for the animals. Um, the woman said she saw the squirrel, nicknamed Little Red, take the pear and run up a tree. A squirrel running up a tree with a pear. That's a big piece of piece of meat fruit for that thing to be kind of. She said the squirrel reappeared about an hour later, was noticeably off balance. She captured video of the animal repeatedly appearing to almost fall over, and then it kind of dawned on me, oh, no, those pears were so old, I bet they were fermented. I should have kept them for myself. That would have been fun. No, she didn't say that. And then she got... And then he got drunk, and I did not mean to do that, so I went out and I grabbed all the pears that were out there. And kept them for myself. Uh, (laughs) Morick said she was concerned about Little Red's health, but he seemed okay the following morning. In the morning, he came back uh, for his little hangover breakfast, and he's been fine ever since. My gosh, it doesn't say that either. (laughs) No, it does say that. (laughs) She said that. She was worried about Little Red. The little natty light in a bowl for him for the next give, morning. Hair uh, the dog or chase the dog or what's that called? I, oh, yeah, see, you're making fun of me for not remembering something. And you're uh, chase the dog, hair the dog. That ain't, what do you mean? I that's mean, that's ladies, man. I know what you were referring to, but nobody else had a clue that you were talking oh, about that during the break. Oh, there's people out there that remember that Saturday night skit. So, but Saturday Night Live's gone downhill. Yeah, like it's not wife. near as funny. Probably not listening yet. Police in South Bohemian region. Here, this could happen to you, so I just want you to pay attention to this one. Because oh, this gosh. one is like, we're going hunting together in a couple weeks, and I worry that this to is going to happen. Well, it depends on <laughs> how your brother from, uh, your uncle from uh, New Orleans acts. It could be <laughs> Bohemian. A hunter contacted authorities to recount the story of how he lost his gun while hunting near the village of Homiplana. The man said one of his hunting dogs in the group startled a stag in a wooded area, causing the panicked deer to run directly towards him. The deer's antler ripped the man's sleeve and ended up snagging his twenty-two Hornet rifle, which had been slung over his left hand at the time. The animal ran off into the wood with the hunter's unloaded gun still attached to its antlers. Dude, that would be the greatest trophy ever. Police said another hunter reported spotting a deer with a rifle hanging from its antlers more than a half a mile from the scene. Investigators said the hunter was required to report the loss of the rifle (laughs) under Czech Republic Firearms and Ammunitions Act. He's hunting with a twenty-two Hornet. So that was one of my things was... Why do you? They're hunting red stag, yeah, with a twenty-two hornet. They're obviously placing those shots right behind the ear. I saw one of our Facebook friends. I'll remain nameless. 
just so you don't blurt out some name in case he doesn't want it out there. But I don't know if you saw he... Who is it? <laughs> Frank. Uh, no. <laughs> just kidding. He uh, had an air rifle. Oh, yeah. The Gamo air rifle. Yeah. And shot a hog with yeah. it last night. Yeah. Well, they have a... It's like a forty cow. No, this is this was the one seventy seven gamo here. Oh yeah, rifle. that's right. It was a one seventy seven. Yeah, I remember particularly that. said that. Yeah, and it's all about shot placement. He's people were asking when he posted it. He Where said, well, there's a soft part of tissue right in the ear canal. Yeah. So I guess. Well, I've we've shot placement. We've shot wild hogs in the ear with the like the seventeens. Yeah. Yeah, it's all shot placement with that. Of course, I don't, I don't uh, hunt that way typically. No, no, I don't. I just, you know, I use a bigger caliber because I just don't trust myself typically to do the old. Oh, I'm going to shoot them in the head because I'm such an expert and I don't want to mess up any of the meat. You know, it's like no, I don't. I want them to fall down right there, dead, dead, which they do, but they don't. I just don't think it's as ethical. Of a shot, personally. That's yeah. my own take. I was watching the Meat Eater. Road Rash, you ever seen that on Netflix? The the guy that has the TV show Meat Eater? I never checked it out you yet. You should watch that with your girlfriend. Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, it's really... The, the vegan. The, uh, he was hunting, uh, he was bow hunting muleys with, uh, with Joe Rogan the other day. And they oh, didn't yeah. kill anything. Yeah. Uh, but they well, snuck up with on Joe some, Rogan. But he said while he was constantly hunting, talked. No, he was he was he was highly focused. I assure you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Joe Rogan doesn't screw up on whole. I mean, he's pretty focused on stuff. Uh, but he was uh, he was saying that the meat hey, eater. There's one. No, the the meat eater dude was saying uh, you know he, that he doesn't hunt with the bow anymore. That he primarily hunts with a rifle. Right. Because he's a meat eater. Yeah. He says, I like to make sure I'm, you know, uh, well-placed shot. I want to take it down. I want to kill it if I see it, you know. And, and it was it was not this long, drawn-out thing on why he shoots it with a rifle or anything, but he just made that, that passing comment, and I thought, I really like that. I really like that comment that, you know, you can be a great bow hunter and all that stuff, and it's exciting when you're successful Right. But there's also times where, you know, it's not quite as effective if, uh, you know, in some situations. Now, I know I got buddies that have hunted the wildest, wooliest, hardest things in the world with a bow. Um, yeah. And they've done it. They've been successful. Well, and I think it... But it, I sure like shooting them with a the rifle. It, it, I know you do. It comes all the way back around to the, uh, to the premise that I've, I've been saying for years is that a lot of times, you know, we'll talk, uh, a bow hunter will talk bad about a rifle hunter or a high fence game hunter or a low fence or a feeder, hunting under a feeder or, uh, you know, all of these different elements. But what it boils down to, if you are a true hunter and you do it correctly, is that we're all just hunters. You know, we're hunters and we're fishermen and or fishermen. And that's all it should be. The problem that we have with our group as hunters is that we're so interdivided that, you know, we're we're not going to... Put up with high fence ranches. We're not going to well, put up I, with. I mean, you hunters, say that, but hunters. I don't. I don't know that guys are so. Oh, hundred percent. I haven't heard a whole bunch of that in a long time. Oh my god. The goodness. guys are get online. Where have you been? Well, maybe that's good that I'm not <laughs> on that forum. You know, because I just. It, I, I don't. I, I mean, I, if I get to go hunting and I, if I if I got invited out to the. Wild Ranch to shoot an owl guy or, you know, someplace like that, man, I'd take it and I'd go get it. I wouldn't, I'm so not going to argue with, oh, well, that's only 30,000 acres 
with the fence around it. That's not real hunting. Well, yeah, you ever been out there? Well, that's a different deal than altogether. But, yeah, high fence, low fence. I've hunted 600 acres high fence and can't find what you're looking for in a week. So many times. So, it's, I mean, it's just hunting. It's just so anyway. I love I love the idea of catching fish, cleaning them and eating them. I like the I want fish in my freezer for that purpose. I'm I'm going to go out in two weeks and kill some deer, and I'm going to go kill an elk on a on another ranch, uh, a high fence ranch that's got too many cow elk out there. I'm going to go kill one. You didn't ever tell me about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never get invited on a good stuff. I see how it is. Okay. I was uh, going to invite you to come out and shoot that big deer on <laughs> I know. That was very nice of you to invite me to kill that big deer on your property out there. That was really... Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you know what? Just Let's just make it easier. Invite. Tomorrow revoke. night, tomorrow night I'm going to make it easy on myself. Mrs. Graney and I are taking some friends to our favorite restaurant. Yeah. And we're so looking forward to it. I don't have to kill anything. I don't have to clean anything. I just go there, sit down, and say, let's start with them Gulf Oysters and keep it coming. We're going to Shore Raw Bar and Grill tomorrow night. Mrs. Graney and I are taking some friends to our favorite restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. These guys don't have frozen fish brought in months in advance. They bring it in every week, fresh fish every week, and they pick the fish straight off the off the truck or whatever that brings it straight up to them or the plane that flies in the oysters. They got fabulous homemade desserts, fabulous breads. You don't want to miss this place. Inside dining, outside patio dining. Patios got uh, live music out at the Shore Raw Barn Grill. On select nights, go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. They're on Highway 71 at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for more. All right, coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes. You don't want to miss it. You get it only one place right here, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It is the Outdoor Zone, live at the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at com. are bustling with activity. Uh, handle it all with Happy Honda Day shopping for that perfect present. The Honda Accord and Civic Sedan can get you there. Take on the season with, with financing as low as 0%, 0.9% APR on the 2020 Accord and as low as 1.9% APR on the 2020 Civic Sedan on select models. For well-qualified buyers, shop here. Central... Shop here, Central Texas Honda Dealers, today at centraltexashondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunt. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on the radio. Man, we're trying to get it going over here. It's just kind of sloshing through the mud this morning. But, uh, man, we're we're live in the bunkhouse. It's going to be sloshing through the mud. It's time. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Our lowest prices of the year are here at Nile Maxwell's year-end savings. Nile Maxwell GMC. We're off in the biggest savings of the year. Plus, you get 20% off MSRP on new GM season stock with truckloads of 2021 models coming in every day. You don't want to miss your chance to save like the 2020 Sierra 1500. Don't miss out. Get to Niall Maxwell's year-end savings and our best prices of the season right now. Niall Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock or online, NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. Now, fill up your coffee cup. It's time for 
Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A lot of times, uh, there's plenty to report on where bad guys getting caught by the good guys, where the game wardens are out across this country and uh, snagging the bad guys. But I also, uh, text Parks and Wildlife and uh, Parks Departments, and, I, and I'm seeing it, a ton of it, in our outdoor wire information coming across this week. There is a lot of the parks that are opening up around the country and uh, that are doing outside activities for the holidays. And there's there's a couple of them here in Central Texas that I just wanted to highlight, and I want to encourage folks to jump on their uh, State Parks and Wildlife website and look for activities that they're doing. I, I love that they step into this. Of course, they're doing, and they have the unique ability to do some social distancing like nobody else. Uh, you know, we spent enough time this year with, with parks being foolishly closed to people, um, yet Yellowstone and some other places had the largest uh, numbers of visitors in the history of their park. So, I mean, it's this weird mix, mix right? But... There's stuff happening um, in the parks for the holidays at Bastrop and Boucher State Park, right down the road from your farm. Visitors can enjoy two self-guided scavenger hunts every day throughout November. The Happy Harvest Hunt scavenger hunt will help uh, park goers discover edible and helpful plants in the Lost Pines ecosystem. Uh, visitors can also learn to identify the tracks and signs of turkey and other wildlife on the turkey trail scavenger hunt. Anyone wanting to participate in the hunts can grab a laminated scavenger hunt sheet and marker from the kiosk at the Piney Hill restroom at Bastrop State Park or headquarters at Boucher State Park and head out on the trails. That is great. Yeah. Get outside, hike around. And see how it's going. Well, I think it's I think it's finally clicking to some of these folks that this is the opportunity. This is your opportunity right now. While things are hard to to do, things things finding things are harder maybe to do than they once were. Uh, what's happening, what's hot, what, you know, things to go to, things to do. This is the park's opportunity. This is, I think, this is the golden egg they've been waiting for as they've begged for financing to keep things open and to restore. This is their golden egg. They've I, been given the not perfect be more opportunity. I could not, when you started saying that in, at the beginning of the, pandemic or this yeah. epidemic or whatever you want to label it. Yeah. At the beginning of that you were saying, why are they closing the parks? The the number one thing that we ought to have is outside open so people can get outside. Yeah. And, and because we know all the studies show all the studies show the top place where people transfer this thing is in the grocery store. <laughs> Yeah, and Walmart. Those are the places. It's not restaurants. Those are like the fifteenth. And if you put parks on there, you probably don't even have a number that low. That that so so beautiful thing with parks and wildlife um, and, but, and departments around the country. Let me finish that thought. But the the deal is is they better get on it, and they better get on it quick because. If things go back to normal, go back to the way they were, everybody's going to migrate have, back to their phones. This, you don't have this ingrained in people's thought process 
to go to the park. Yeah, and do our this. Saturday morning hike. You don't have this memory that they talk about when they're sitting at home. Then you're going to lose your opportunity to draw those people in for a lifetime. Hey, there's more opportunities out there on the Texas uh, Parks and Wildlife website. I want to encourage you to go there. They also have their annual Christmas ornament that supports the parks. And you can go online and get it. It's 1995. If you get it by December 10th, you'll probably get it before um, before Christmas. And you really want to make sure you get that. Uh, it supports the parks, and it's a cool add-on to the Christmas tree every year. Hey, farmranchstore.com, there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. It doesn't matter if you have three acres or 3,000 acres. From handling equipment, ranching equipment, to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Go to farmranchstore.com, farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the job done. If that wasn't enough, we got a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio shows. Stick around. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the Bunkhouse. Plus, you can catch us on all your favorite uh, podcast uh, places out there, iTunes, Spotify, whatever those things are. Uh, but you can find them all at theoutdoorzone.com. Yeah.